You know what, Sam? What? Happy New Year! Yes, on to 2024. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we're back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. Sam, we have finished off the year 2023. Now the year 2024 is finally here. We hope you guys have had a great New Year's. As you guys are going, are listening to this um, at the start of a brand new year. January 1st. Yes, definitely. And Sam, um, we ended the new year pretty good. Yes. And we will get to those games. Uh, but first things first, remember we still have a promo with SeatGeek. Yes, it's still going on. Still going to mention it because it's a great offer. Your first purchase at SeatGeek, 20% off. And Sam, we we have a few people using it, so it's working. Yeah, keep going, keep using it. If you haven't yet bought anything on SeatGeek, now is your opportunity to do so. Yes, it is. It's it's just a great opportunity. We're trying to get you to seats. Uh, if it's not a Hurricanes game that you don't want to go to, it's for other stuff as well at the PNC Arena. So, Sam... NHL news. We're going to start with that as we usually do in our episodes. And Sam, uh, one piece of news here. Obviously, it is official with Washington. Two-year deal, $2.06 million contract with Ethan Bear. He signed with Washington because they were willing to give him term. So, I mean, not a bad deal. It's a show-me contract, basically a bridge deal. Um... Let's see, I mean, Ethan Bear, I don't know if he's going to be proving that much in Washington, uh, but it's going to be interesting. They have two former Hurricanes, in pa- Ethan Bear, and maybe Pacioretty sounds like he's going to be playing with Washington, too. I hope Pacioretty can get healthy. I really like him. Yes, well, he also obviously plays for Washington, yeah. so I don't know how I feel about him playing against a huge rival. Well, but. just play bad against us. And other than that, I just hope he can. I hope he can end his career on his terms. That's what I want to see, which is how I feel for any player. It's unfortunate when they get forced out of their careers with injuries. Yes, it is unfortunate. And Patrick, he was a great guy when he was with us. Um, unfortunately, he only played five games. Uh, but uh, ho- hopefully he can stay healthy for Washington because Sam, right now, Washington, they need goal scoring. Um, they have completely... Um, revamped their style of play with the new coach that they have. It's a very defensive, structured play, a lot like Islanders, like hockey. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes. But Sam, n- n- next piece of NHL news that came out today: Ilya Samsonov and Eric Comrie, both goaltenders, are being put on waivers now. By the time that you are hearing this, you probably already know the news whether Samsonov or Comrie has already been claimed. But uh, this came out right before we recorded, and Sam, I think that is interesting because yeah, if I was Carolina, I at least look at it. 
I've taken at least look we've, at we've, it. We've I, I tweeted that I'd be okay with it. Some people aren't overly fond of. They're looking at numbers, and I think that's fine. So my argument here again is pretty simple. One, Carolina's management's cowardly, and they're not going to make a trade even though they need to. And they're like, oh, well, Kochekov's playing good. And I'm like, sure, he played good last year for about 10 games and then he stunk it up again. So you need an insurance policy. And that answer is not Freddie Anderson because Freddie Anderson and Auntie Ranta are both injury prone, as we have seen this year again. So you need another goalie. I like Samsonov. He had a pretty good season last year in Toronto. This year, it's been rough. I would argue he doesn't get much help. Because yeah. Toronto's not a defensive team. Yes, his goals against and save percentage are about as bad as Toronto's, right? He's got a 3.94 and a .862 on a really bad defensive team. So he's going to get a lot more help in Carolina than he would in Toronto. Yes, he would. And he's but, on an expiring contract. Yes, he would too. But here's the thing. Even with Ronta playing along the side of those similar numbers, he still struggled. No, so I mean, I, sure. I, I just don't know if there's going to be much of a difference. And if you do look at the numbers, I mean, $3 million, I don't know if Carolina's going to do that. I like I like his, I like Samsonov for the fact that it's an expiring contract. You only have him for one season, and he's your insurance policy. If Antiranta gets hurt again, you have another goalie available. So I like that. Or you can choose to go with Samsonov and, and go check off. He's not going to have the pressure that you have in Toronto. It's just an all-around better situation for Samsonov. I do believe that pressure that you get from dealing with Toronto media can affect your game. I think we've seen that for a lot of players going to Toronto. Sometimes their game will taper off a little bit. Um, but Samsonov, but just and mainly I, I like him because last season was really good. He played 42 games. He was 27-10-5 and 10 and 5 with a 2.33 goals against average and a .919 save percent average. I like the idea. Again, I think Carolina is just a, the management team is cowardly. They won't go out and make the, the pay the price to get the goalie that's desperately needed. And again, I know you're gonna say, "Well, Gojekov's playing well," and I'm like, "Sure, he is." But that's now. What if that ends? What if Gojekov gets hurt? He almost got hurt in last night against uh, Toronto. He looked like he was shaking something up, so he may have tweaked something. So he might not be healthy right now. So. For health purposes, reality of we don't know for sure if Freddie Anderson's coming back. I'm really skeptical. You know I'm really skeptical if Freddie Anderson ever plays again. Oh, I am too. And it seems like um, Friedman, he talked last night during the Hurricanes Toronto game because that was a hockey night in Canada. I mean, he's skeptical of Anderson coming back. And he's an NHL insider. Yeah, so he knows. Um, he knows whatever the organization is trying to hide. It sounds like they're trying to hide Anderson's overall health situation, probably at least until the deadline. Uh, Which, I, he, I mean, it probably is a good tactic. If sure. I was a GM, I probably wouldn't be telling the whole world, being like, oh, we're in desperate need of a goalie. So I understand that. Um, but I just can't see us grabbing Samson off. Um, Personally, I, I can't see it, but I would at least look at it. If they don't look at it, I I mean, I, I, I view I just, him as because I, I, I still think we need a goalie no matter what. And I think he, I know you agree with this. We still need a goalie. Uh, check off got hurt last night. A mean, little bit. Well, he looked like he got. <laughs> he looked like he tweaked something around the second period. So yeah, it's a little bit irksome, you know. And you're like, oh, because you're like one goalie away from. Because if Kochekov gets hurt, season that's season over. Because Ronta's not played well. So I mean, yes, 
Samsonov hasn't played well either, but at this point it's, okay, well, you need an insurance policy. Kachekov has been healthier than Ronta and Anderson, but I view Samsonov as an insurance policy. Yes, and now here's the thing. Insurance policy, you could obviously go for someone cheaper who has sure. played in the NHL with Aaron Dell. And to me, that's the most realistic scenario is against signing yeah. someone to a PTR like an Aaron Dell, like a Halak. Because you have another option. Yep. And I think that's what the Hurricanes need is just another option. I, I really think getting a full-on starter is going to cost this team too much, and I don't think Tom Dundon is willing to do it. That's that's my take. I think that's a possibility as well. But I just think you need to do something. as a, Even if you don't want to get a starter, you need to go out and get an insurance policy. Yes, Adele, you do. Samsonov, Comrie. I don't really care. You have an, This week has now presented you with three options. Aaron Dell, Eric Comrie, and Ilya Samsonov. So if you want to go on the starter side, you'll go ahead and claim Samsonov and give him a shot. If you want to go for the insurance policy side, that's Aaron Dell. Although and I Comrie. look, I look at teams that will go before us in the waiver lineup: New Jersey and Edmonton. Sure, I mean they might cl- they might they claim might those claim guys them. too, and I mean that would be interesting to see. I could see New Jersey taking a shot. I mean, why do they I have could to too. lose? Um, they put Dougie Hamilton on LTIR, so they're going to have the cap space right there. Yes. And if Carolina claims Samsonov, then they're probably LTIRing Anderson and then just telling him, go ahead and take the season um, to get to get Yeah, better. take take the se- that That's what I would do. Take the season, try and resolve it. I, I would not rush anybody, especially if you have a blood clotting issue. Yeah. But I wouldn't rush Anderson at all. Like, listen, we have you for another year. Let's prep for that year. That's what I would do. And I wouldn't mind a Kachekov Anderson duo as long as Anderson can stay healthy. And I'd probably get um, someone like Auntie Ranta. I just don't know if. I think this is going to be Auntie Ranta's last season. I just can't see us signing him after this year, personally. But you never know. (laughs) I didn't expect both Anderson and Ranta to come back. coming into the season. So I thought that was interesting, but goaltending carousel is very interesting. Uh, league wide. It, it, it just is. So that's all for the NHL news. Now we're going to get into some hurricanes news, Sam and Sam. Um, this was reported last night. I just wanted to mention this in the fact that apparently Elliot Friedman reported during the Toronto game, that Canes have used bunting as a way to gain cap space. Um, I'm happy that they haven't traded him yet because I would not trade bunting just to gain cap space. Not bunting, no. Absolutely not. Yes, I, I definitely would. It. So I just wanted to. I view that more of an up. Orlov thing. If I can move Orlov's contract, I move an Orlov's contract. Yes, I think that makes more sense than trading bunting. You need all the forwards you can get. Absolutely. And I don't he, think you have much of a choice. Yes. And honestly, even though we're probably top in goals for in the NHL, I still have my questions on the offensive front, and I think you need to keep everybody as much as you can on the forward side of things. Um, and this is just – I want to say this, too, because we're talking about it, because I've been trying to pull it up. Just Aaron Dell's stats, because he's playing in the Spangler Cup right now, so he's getting some game action, which is a benefit here for them. Um, he has played in four games. He has shots against 85. He's saved 77. So goals against eight goals against in four games. So 
averaging at about two goals a game. His save goals against average is 2.59, and his save percent average is 0.906. I believe he got another shutout. Good for him. So he's having a really good game. Um, I guess if you want to take a look uh, in the first game, in the most recent game uh, yesterday, uh, they did. He did have a rough outing there. He allowed four goals, so that was his worst game. Um, before that, he was really, really solid. Um, and rest of his other games, well, hmm. I guess the reason his stats are where they are, if I'm just looking at it, it looks like he. He's only had one really solid game, and that's where he got 30 saves and he got a shutout, which is what's kept his stats above board. Because the next game, he faced seven shots, allowed two goals. Goals against 11.73 and a .714 save percent average. The game after that, faced 13 shots, allowed two goals, 11 saves, goals against 2.15, and a save percent average of .846. And then in the most recent game the other night, Shots against 35, saves 31, goals against 4, goals against average 4.04, and a save percent average of .886. So what's keeping his numbers above board is the fact that he got a shutout the first game. Yeah. So that would be something to consider there. Um, it is. He's playing and maybe not playing the best at the moment. But either way, Carolina's got goaltending goal options. I just wanted to go through his stats uh, a little bit since they're watching and paying attention to him. Yes, they definitely are. Uh, we'll see how Arundel does. I think the longer he's on a PTO, I think um, that he probably won't get signed because I th- we saw the same situation with Yaroslav Halak. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Sam, another piece of news. I think this is great news to announce. Ajo set a franchise record. And hitting four points in consecutive days and first to do so league-wide since Jeremy Roenick in 1999. That is impressive. I'll take it. I'll take it, too. And he's been playing great. And to be honest, I think this Christmas break, the three-day break that they had, really, really helped the Hurricanes. Yes, and they needed it. It came at one of those times where they really needed it. Yes, the, yeah, they definitely did. I'm very happy for Ajo. Uh, obviously, in the Montreal game, which we'll get to, I thought Burns was really good. You got to get Burns going. And Svetch is starting to get going. So we'll get to all that stuff. But that was a few Hurricanes news we wanted to give you. Now we're going to go into the games. But before we do, let's get to our sponsor. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 
please play responsibly. On behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 23. All rights reserved. Okay, Sam, we have nothing but wins to talk about, so I'm already liking this episode. I would say it's not a, a normal thing that we get recently, anyway. Yes, recently. But it's good. It's really good. Uh, so, Sam, the Montreal game, a game that you should win against Montreal. You're On paper, you're clearly the better team. And honestly, you know what? Props to Martin St. Louis. Um, Montreal, I thought, uh, put in a pretty good fight during that game. Uh, but regardless, Carolina was the better team, and they won. Uh, Sam is Sebastian Ajo scoring first for the Hurricanes from Burns and Ajo. Burns with a glorious, glorious shot. And Svechnikov, he tips it in with his stick. Uh, that is first of quite a few goals tonight or not tonight sorry the montreal game yep and then you have jesper foss scoring from aho and burns and sam one thing i want to get to i mean you're up two nothing pretty good but unfortunately montreal scores um you have steven scoring that's the goal i don't really blame on ranta as ranta is starring this game and we kind of knew ranta was going to start in this game when we brought him back up it was pretty obvious. And then you have Matheson scoring on a wraparound chance. And that was during the final seconds of that first period. And we're like, oh, no. Not good. Yeah. In 2-2. Two, two. And what's interesting is not only is Ronta called up, but you have interesting line combinations, too. You have Jarvis playing with Stahl and Martinuk. And then you have Faust playing with Drury and Nason. I actually really like that line very much. Uh, what are your thoughts about the first the period or the game? Yeah, so, I mean, I, Ronta gets called up, and I'm like, why in the world did you send him down? So it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me there. Um, the move didn't make sense if you weren't going to actually get a goalie. So, I again, it's just my... I just added to the list of issues I'm taking right now with management. And Ronta wasn't all that great in this game. He was manageable, which is or serviceable, which I'll take, given he's... I think serviceable is the right word. Because he wasn't great. But I'll take serviceable. If you can score five goals and Ronta can shut it down, then I'll take it. Then he did that. Um, I didn't really like that last goal that Matheson scored. I think it was a wraparound. Um, that one wasn't a big... I, I, that one I didn't like a lot. It was at the end of the period. You want to go in... You, you want to take a lead going into the second. So, yeah, I was a little bit concerned. Um, but, you know, they come out in the second and they score within the first minute and 30 seconds. And Jesper Foss gets Carolina up 3-2 to two, and they take that through the second period. And Ronta had his first period where he didn't allow a goal. He had allowed a goal in 11 straight periods. He did not allow a goal in that period. And I believe it was at the end of that second period where I think the hurt, did, you were there. 
Uh, then, then the uh, fans kind of gave a standing ovation yep. for Ronta. Yeah, because Ronta made a really, really, really good save. So yeah, he got some he got some applause and well deserved. Again, I thought that that Matheson goal was a problem, and I wasn't the biggest fan of the Anderson goal either. Thought he should have um, gotten that one too, but. Either way, Ronta shuts the door from that point on, and Caroline is able to, to, to get it done. I mean, Svechnikov has a glorious power play goal. Or I'm not sorry, even strength goal. That's just a one-timer, perfect off-the-face-off set play, scores, beats um, Primo, uh, who is, by the way, son of former Carolina Hurricanes captain. Keith Primo. Keith Pr- yep. So. He'll be traded to Philly to get Rob Brindamore. So pretty cool there. Um, and I like that. So it was a great off the face off, great one timer. And then Svechnikov ends it with the hat trick on the empty netter. I mean, it was a great game. I loved all of it. Um, again, Ronta was a bit shaky, but he's coming back. He's nervous. So we'll see what happens. I fully expect a check to play against the Rangers. If you put in anti Ronta against the Rangers, I think you're making a, I think that's coaching malpractice. Yeah, it is. Um, and I'm going to question Rod as I think he should be questioned for that kind of a decision, especially if Ronta gets lit up. Which I think is likely if you play when you're playing the Rangers, um, who are just playing so very very well. If you can walk out of that game with a point, I think that's a successful night for you. But Carolina is playing really good right now, so maybe they do get the win, and maybe Kochekov is able to shut the door. But we'll have to wait and see. New York just put a beat down on Tampa, so yeah, and Vasilevsky was in that. Yeah, so there's always that. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, but yeah, I'm happy Svetch gets a hat-trick Sam um I think he has been playing great ever since he came back from that injury that he suffered back at Winnipeg with that cross check uh he he really has been playing good and he's playing with Ajo and Teravainen um that line has been doing very good even though they've been put together before several times haven't really produced anything but now they are I'm happy and I think honestly Sam I think this team is at its best when you have Ajo and Svech as your top player, who are your top players, your core players, um, playing at their best. Uh, that's that's kind of what you want. Now, here's the thing. I still think Brendan Moore prefers having Svech on one line and Ajo on the other. But I, and it's kind of the same thing with Jarvis, too. I don't think Jarvis is going to stay on Stahl's line forever. But you've won three games, and you really don't want to mix anything up right now. So, I think it's been going great so far and if it ain't broke don't fix it yes nope no reason to change the thing yes definitely uh so great game overall sam I, and it, it really seemed like when those fans did the standing ovation for ronta seems like we haven't entirely given up on ronta no. and and watching that game on tv sam i could tell ronta was nervous he, he was extremely nervous, but he was able to get the win. I, I really am happy for Anta. Uh Sam. We both have heard great things uh, about his personality in the locker room. Um, I hate to see a guy like him getting devastated about his play, uh, but sometimes business is business where so you send him down and then you bring him back up for um, reasons we don't really know about. But he, he plays well, and that's great to see. Uh, so, Sam, uh, now the Toronto game. This game, boy. Um, I thought this was going to be a high-scoring game. What did you think coming into this game? I thought it could be that way, 
with Toronto's ability to score, and Carolina had been scoring a lot of goals. But I was pleasantly surprised in Carolina's ability to shut down Austin Matthews and company. Yes. Now, Kachekov plays in this game. Yes. Um, I think of this game and the Ottawa game as one of his best performances. Um, do you think to this Toronto game, do you think he played better than he did in the Ottawa game? Or do you think he was a little bit more dialed um, in the Ottawa game where we won? If you remember, I think this was his best game. Okay. All right. I think it was one mainly because you look at the caliber team, right? Toronto is wildly better than Ottawa. I like what we got from uh, Kochekov. I, I like. I think this was his best game. Yeah, I, I think there's a good good argument to be made for. Obviously, the Ottawa game is up there, but I really thought he played great in the Toronto game and Sam. Michael Bunting returns. Yeah, welcome uh, his home, first Michael Bunting. Game, his first game back in Toronto, and guess what? He scores the first goal. On the power play. Carolina's power play remains red hot. Carolina takes the one nothing lead. Michael Bunting from Ajo and Svechnikov. So Ajo continues the point streak. And the multi-point game because Carolina gets another power play in the second period with Seth Jarvis from Svechnikov and Ajo again gets another point. And Carolina's power play goes two for two. I think what's so good about this game is Carolina's ability on the power play, right? I mean, two power play goals to put a 2 nothing lead. I mean, you're, you didn't score five on five until, I guess, I mean, I guess you, you want to count. Well, no, I mean, I guess Ajo's was even Ajo, strength. Ajo was even strength, but it was an empty net goal. Sure. So, I mean, look, you scored on the power play and more or less shorthanded if you want to count the Ajo goes a shorty um, since it was uh, since Toronto had more players on the ice. Um, Carolina's fifth in the league in terms of its power play, 26.6%. That is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think we said at the beginning of the season, if Carolina can be top five in their power play or even top ten, I think we were going to be pretty content with that. And that's where they're at now. I think the penalty kill is doing significantly better. So we're trending in the right direction. Well, penalty kill is ninth, actually. So we're top ten in the penalty kill. And that's where you want to be. I think as your top ten... You're doing well. Yes. Carolina's issue? Goaltending. Is it still goaltending? Yes. Because there's clearly not a trust for Auntie Ranta. Not saying that Samsonoff would do that or Comrie or Dell or someone else, but you got to do something to bring in somebody else just to be like, it gives you a Let's choice. Try. Yeah, it gives you, know, you a like, choice. All right, Samsonoff, uh, see what you can do. He comes in, plays great, then awesome. He's got his confidence back. He's in a better market, in front of a better defense. And the reason why I kind of like the idea of Samsonov is take a look at Peter Morazic. Take a look at Freddie Anderson. Look what they did in Toronto, then what they came and did in Carolina. I like that progression of goaltenders leaving Toronto and coming to Carolina and playing pretty well. So I'm just saying, you know, think about it. it yeah, makes... I forgot about that, both Morazic and Anderson. Yeah, so. And, and James Reimer. Reimer. Too. So we've gotten a lot of goalies from Toronto. So, last time Toronto waved a goalie at we claimed turned into James Reimer. Or no, it was Curtis McElhaney, right? Oh, Curtis McElhaney, too, yeah. So, Carolina's gotten a lot, a lot of, of goalies from, that uh, in Toronto. Yeah, so, just because they come from Toronto doesn't mean it's not going to work. It's worked out pretty well so far every time Carolina's gotten a goalie from them. So, 
I'm not opposed to the Ilya Samsonov. The history, yeah, that's a good the point. The history there is pretty is successful. Morozik was successful. Reimer was successful. Reimer would just win, 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 and win. Curtis Bacalini numbers were very good, and he also would just win. So Morozik won here. Freddie Anderson won the Jennings Trophy here when he first got here. So do I think Ilya Samsonov can come in and all of a sudden his numbers are great? Yeah, I think he can do that just because that's happened so far. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, I'm not going to count. I don't care about the Robertson goal because I, st- I want Kochekov. In my mind, I'm choosing to believe Kochekov had an amazing save. Oh, that was such an amazing save. Oh, my gosh. Um, it was disappointing that it got overturned. Um, when they showed that specific camera angle, I was like, okay, yeah, it's in the nets. But, man, what a save. Man, Kachekov, he has just been playing very, very good, but he needs to keep it up because yes. there is the um, room for error is very small yes. <laughs> when it comes to our depth at goaltending. Yeah, it is. Again, that's why you need it. I like Samsonov. I think I'm going to go on that limb and say I think that's the right move to make. It's a free option. You put out Freddie on LTIR and you've got your cap space right there. Even if Freddie's not going to come back until February, you put him on LTIR and then you can do some cap finagling later if you want to move somebody, move somebody, um, right? Especially if you're not going to sign him. So there, you will have time to fix the cap space. If you LTIR Freddie, you've got it right there. So Yes, and honestly, that's probably what I would do too, but... We'll see what this they do. This team is very unpredictable, so They're, I don't They know. are. I wouldn't be shocked if they picked up Comrie or if they picked up Samsonov. They would just view those guys as... Or right, signed Aaron Dell. I wouldn't yeah. be shocked. I think that's the most realistic I'm not overly standpoint. thrilled with how Aaron Dell's those numbers <laughs> that he has in that one game. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it can change. So, just have to wait and see what he does, what Carolina does. The good thing is he's gotten some game action, so that's a plus. And the and Hurricanes right now have around three million something dollars in cap space. So if they sent Anti Ranta Anti Ranta down or whatever, then they would have the space I think for three point one seven three billion dollars in cap space. So they can make that cap space pretty close they could. to working with Samsonov's contract. You'll do a little bit of cap finagling, but you could send like Lemieux down and you could send um Ronta down, and then you'd be set. LT, or you could just LTIR. I just LTIR and then you, Anderson, and then you just work on uh, moving somebody at the deadline. Yes. At that point, you can move Pesci, you can move uh, D'Angelo or Love, whatever, and you'll be fine with cap space. So yeah, and I don't blame Kachekov on the uh, L- Timothy Loger. No, it was a goal. good. It was a that snipe. Was a snipe. So good for him. I mean, Lilligren gets his first of the season. Um, he gets a lot of heat in Toronto, so... Yes. Um, Another player I want to talk about, Sam. He's been very quiet. One point in the last 17 games. Yes, Barry Cockneyemi. What do you think's going on there? He's a streaky player. Wouldn't be shocked if he... He needs to... This homestand needs to be a, it needs to be a statement stand from him, right? I need to hear a lot from Cockneyemi when Carolina comes to play six straight at home. And he's not going to have to play every other night. It's a nice long trip. So, a nice long homestand with gaps. So, I don't think KK's going to have much of an excuse. He's going to get very favorable matchups. Like, very favorable matchups. He's going to be going up against third and fourth line of opposing teams because Ajo and Stallline are going to go up against the top two. So, those our bottom six are going to get 
our bottom. Well, they need to take advantage of that. Our second line and our fourth line, our our, our second or our second and third scoring lines, are we going to be go, getting very favorable matchups because Ajo is going to get that second line, Stahl's going to get that first line, and the other two are going to get the third and the fourth. So, yes, and another thing too, Sam, Felix Ungersorum yeah. continues to impress, and he he I think he's going to probably help out the contract situation. It's that Carolina's going to have. Oh, I mean, they I signed him. I hope so, at least. Because Carolina gave him an entry-level deal, so I don't think they, they haven't burned one of those years yet, so that'll start next year. I think they signed him to two years. I think they gave him a two-year entry-level deal, maybe three, but I want to think it was two. I, I thought the entry-level deals were always pretty much three. Let me see here. Maybe it was It three. is three. Yep. They got him for three. So yeah, three years. They haven't used a year yet, so they haven't burned it yet, so... Probably going to burn one next year. So this gives you the options because he's playing really, really good. And it's another Carolina draft pick in the second round that's probably going to turn into, hopefully, it would be nice if it turned into another Sebastian Ajo. Oh, it would. But it gives you options, right? You got Natchez and Teravinen on expiring deals. Those are your two biggest forwards that are coming up this year. And the reason why we don't list Jarvis because I cause he's, he's playing not. a lot better this season. Jarvis you is getting get a deal. Signed. Jarvis is going to get a deal. Um, that's um, they're going to sign him. Uh, <clears throat> Natchez is also an RFA, so they have control over that situation. But I think Natchez has arbitration rights, and Jarvis does not. So uh, there will be a deal with Seth Jarvis done. He wants to stay in Carolina. That's going to work out. Um, and he was really funny too after that Toronto yeah. game. My gosh. Yeah, he. I like Jarvis. He's he's pretty. He's got a lot of good character. He's got a lot of good sense of humor I, I like what we get with seth jarvis oh i do too he's been a very consistent player and sam um he he, he plays like he's six foot five because he because um even though size is not to his advantage um he he still can play very physical which i really really like yeah and i think that's why he's playing on that stall line because he's able to Yes, definitely. So, yeah, um, that is all for this episode. Uh, we will see you guys on Friday. We will recap, uh, obviously, the Rangers game, I think Sam, that's it, isn't it? And that might be it. So you might get a uh, um, Let's see. a bit of a smaller schedule. episode with just that one game. Um, so, I do yep, know. Yep, that's it, just the Rangers. Yeah. Um, I do know, Sam, coming up soon because we're about to get to the halfway point, mid-season grades. Yes, we're getting close, so maybe that'll be the um, Friday episode, since we only have one game to talk about. <laughs> I was thinking maybe maybe we can like split it up into like two episodes, because, um, I mean... True. I mean, doing a mid-season grades for like, what, 20-something players, that's going to be long. Probably need to split it up a bit. Also, we have some fun nights coming up against... Anaheim, Star Wars Night. Yes, Anaheim LA, is Star Wars Night. Justin Williams Hall of Fame Night. So We're trying to do something special for that episode. That, we're not going to say anything specific, but we're trying to do something special. Working on it, definitely working on it. So we're hopeful that we can make something happen there to, to honor Justin Williams. So um, looking forward to, to that game for sure. And Star Wars Night, we always love Star Wars Night. That's my favorite uh, theme night every year. <laughs> And we have two, not just one, but two giveaways. giveaway games. Yes. Did we decide what two? 
I think we did, but we'll, but uh, it's later in the month. Yes. Hint, hint. That it's just later. Um, Sammy, you and I can talk about that off camera. We like to make this a nice surprise. So Correct. Uh, yeah, that is all for this episode. We will see you guys Friday. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.